Drop the Subject. Okay, let's get this thing going. Drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris. Hi, Allie. I'm a sucker for you. (laughs) Why, thanks, Clayton. (laughs) I'm a sucker for you as well. Thank you. And you know what? My hips don't lie. They don't. And the way you're shaking them now, you should be lying. (laughs) I'm I'm doing the laziest hip shake ever, which I'm sitting in my chair and just moving my hips around in my chair and swiveling. And that's the most energy I'm willing to give that bit. Okay, that's that was enough. The <laughs> we, bit landed. The bit landed. Uh, Clayton is our resident bisexual in residence, our bi guy. Bye guy. Yeah. So all things bisexual, you can we can we're free to talk about let's, finally let's today. Let's finally talk openly and freely about bisexuality. <laughs> well, we will talk about the bisexual valedictorian that has been making headlines this week. Yes. I would have never had that opportunity because I was not the valedictorian <laughs> or the solution. In fact, I barely graduated. I guess I guess that's a good point. You know, you get to have a cool coming out story if you have a platform. Right. Like and you're saving it up. You're like, I will come out whenever I get this big speech I have to deliver. But what if you never get that opportunity? Right. Like I've never had that. I've never even won anything. No. I've really never had to give an acceptance speech of any kind. One time at the State Fair of Texas, I won a watch just on a weird like drawing. And I feel like I missed the opportunity while collecting my prize, I should have just come out as bisexual. I'm bi. I'm and a bi also, guy. I'm also I'm bi. Thank you for the watch. But I still wear watches. Yes. So was this a was this a nice watch or was this like a waterproof? I think at the like I, Walmart it, watch. It was it, probably a Walmart watch, but at the time I was like, this is a nice watch. Like yeah. the way it was packaged and everything, but I I, uh, I do think that with coming out stories, they're getting a lot. I mentioned this a little bit yesterday. They're getting a lot like gender reveals or like proposal, <laughs> you know, big proposals, promposals, and things like that. Like you want to do like a cool, buzzworthy, newsworthy gesture, right? You can't just be like ah. Gay, bisexual, whatever. It has to be like a thing. Well, it's Little Nas came out yesterday. Little Nas X, yeah. Yeah, Little Nas X came out yesterday. And I literally watched his coming out video, but he never says... It was like code. It was like coded it was. within it what was he like was some, saying. It was like Da Vinci Code stuff. Yeah, and it I was, was like, like, I've painted this painting, and all the clues you need are in it. And you're I like, know. what? So I felt dumb trying to decipher. I was like, at what point is he saying that he's gay? I can't find it. <laughs> well, maybe he, it was a prank, and then he'll come out and be like, just kidding, I was straight the whole time. I don't know. I think the that tassel it, jackets. <laughs> what? Not that I'm judging. The tassel cowboy jackets. Oh, the tass- <laughs> Tassel jackets do say it all. Can say those tell a story. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) They do for less for men and for women. Exactly. Um, I think that he. I think that the news outlets are equally confused about him too because I'm still reading about his coming out uh, this morning before we came in here to do the show. And some of the headlines say Lil Nas X comes out as gay. Other people say Lil Nas X comes out as bisexual. Like I don't think a lot of people even know what he came out as. No, and that's okay. We don't need to know. In fact, to me, he never had to come out. I mean, good for him, but, you know, it's at this point, I'm like, I, people need to come out as straight at this point, because <laughs> I just assume everyone's queer on some level, and so when someone comes out, like, uh, straight, then I'll be surprised. I think that's a great point. I'm hoping that in the future, that's going to be the case. People are going to have to come out. That actually happened this past weekend, because I, I, I hosted an LGBT comedy night, and I, like an idiot 
booked a straight comedian at the LGBT comedy night. Who and I she know. had to cut co- yeah. You should have asked me. Uh, she had to come out as straight to me and I was kind of surprised. I was like, is anybody straight anymore? You're she, you're so you're a hundred percent straight. She actually told me this story. She was like, I had to call Allie. This is our friend Otsko Okatsuko, who's a great comedian. She said I had to call Allie and come out as straight to her because she said that I was because it was all <laughs> I think you posted like comedy night, all queer, all gay. Yeah. And and she like had this like straight shame of like oh god I'm I'm parading around right. <laughs> so she had to come out to you as straight but for some reason she was such a great ally that she got on my list of queer comedians and I was just like all right add her to the lineup I mean she's a great comedian so I was like let's do this yes and uh, and I had you know once we came up with the poster and everything yeah I was definitely marketing it as a queer comedy night especially because I was using the the the, the Pride Month card to try and draw people in. I was like, it's the end of Pride Month. Come on, you got to do it. Oh, you pulled the Pride card. I did. I pulled the Pride card. Okay. I made everyone feel shame until they came to the comedy show because I needed that. Did she address it on stage? I addressed it before I brought her on stage because uh, because she she had contacted me and she was like, I just, you know, my problems maybe with the title because you said that it was a queer comedy night and I actually don't identify as queer. And I was like, I still love you for who you are. (laughs) I said we would still love you to have on the li- have you on the lineup, and I'll just address that I was the idiot that accidentally booked you, and so it was still really it was funny. So yeah. I think we're going to continue doing queer comedy night plus Atsuko. plus Atsuko. <laughs> we're just our gonna straight be ally. Like, yeah, I actually did another event last night that you've also done before, and that was uh, learn the words, bitch. Yes, it was a drag queen lip syncing competition. Yes, and I was one of the quote unquote celebrity judges. And wouldn't you know, this was their four-year anniversary show. And after four years, they got to me on the list of celebrity judges. It only took four years for them to be like, "Mm, I guess... If it doesn't make you feel, if it makes you feel better, I did it last week, so I was only one person ahead of you. (laughs) (laughs) But learn the words, bitch, is this kind of it's a lip sync competition show that takes place at at or Akbar, which is like the cool hipster gay bar in Silver Lake, and it's so fun. And it's not necessarily just drag queens; it's all different types of performance. That's what I experienced when I hosted. There was one. uh, Well, most of the most of the performances. I saw. So, yeah, it was basically 10 people that were doing lip sync performances and then me and my and my our other friend Lauren Flans who we both know who's also a lesbian we were the judges for these queens and some of them were in drag some of them weren't there was one rogue lesbian who did a a, a hard like a, a heavy metal version of toxic yes. <laughs> while like thrashing her head around and I was like I respect this was she wearing a tie she was wearing a bow tie. Okay. Because I think she was there when <laughs> I did it, too. Was the rogue lesbian there, too? Yes. I was like, all right, there we go. Uh, so I was a very lenient judge for her. But I also felt a little weird about a couple of homely lesbians judging some, like, super done-up drag queens and being like, I want, you know, the makeup myth. Can we please talk about this more? Because I want to know what what you, were you like, what y'all's reads were, what y'all's judging was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the winner was, I mean, blew us all out of the water. It was amazing. So uh, we will get into it a little more. This has dropped the subject. A lot to come on the show today. Just the tip Tuesday. Uh, is the American flag, is the LGBTQ flag becoming more popular than the American flag? I have evidence to support that claim. Uh, and news it or lose it and much more. So stick around. This has dropped the subject on your radio and radio.com. 
Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris. We are a couple of days away from the 4th of July, which is not a fun holiday for pets. Nope. It's a real... 9-11 9-11 situation for them. They really don't like it at all. So if you have dogs, I would get some little pet earmuffs or just give them some Benadryl, honestly. Some That's Benadryl. probably my, my big tip. Doggy Xanax. Let's I've been hearing about them. these people that go to like shelters on the 4th of July to like sit with dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so sweet. Is it sweet or is it sad? <laughs> I think that's another, maybe that's another game we can play. On is this, this on sweet the, or is, sad? Is this really sweet or sad? Because the fact that you have... Nothing else to do on a 4th of July but go to a shelter and hang out with pets that you don't know to comfort them <laughs> through firework displays. You know, as I thought you would be would all read abo- a sad. <laughs> that could read a sad to some. To me, that reads as like, oh, they're sweet. <laughs> yeah, but that, that, that makes me think of like the one random adult at the dog park who's like, hi. Can I pet your dog? Like, they don't have a pet. You're like, do you have a dog? Are you just here at a dog park by yourself? I think you should have to have a dog to go into a dog park. It's like going to a a playground. Yeah, like, Like, I didn't know that that was a rule. And one time I went to a park because I was like, I want to, I had some writing that I wanted to do and I just didn't want to be stuck in the house anymore. So I was like, I'm going to go to this park. And there was a playground there. And I didn't realize that I was the one random creepy adult at the park watching other children swing on a oh. swing set and I was like this is nice and then I was like if I was a guy I would have been arrested by yeah. now it's not actually creepy because you weren't being a creep but it could be creepy but yeah but I didn't somebody told me after the fact they were like that's actually illegal like you need to have a kid to go to a, a, a playground now and I was like that's kind of BS yeah, like that why is, is there BS. one like that, this is why we can't have nice things you no. know there's one random perv who has to perv out at the park yeah. and it ruins us he it ru- ruins slides for everybody yeah and like I want to get high and go on a slide absolutely I want to get high and go on a swing mm-hmm. or maybe be sober but probably not <laughs> I still want to do anything sober <laughs> not definitely not children's things yes like as soon as i get high i want to go back to childhood i you want to pl- color you want to play with legos <laughs> i want to play I with things i want to play guess who <clears throat> i want to play guess who i want to role play i'm the doctor uh anyway we got off topic the, what were we talking about well, we, what i wanted to talk to, about was this this drag event that i went to last night that oh, right. you did because who was your co your co judge or whatever when you did it? So it was an it was an event where you it was a lip sync battle. It was called Learn the Words, bitch. It was at Akbar here in Southern California, and it was basically me and one other judge judging some uh, performances. And it was a song that they picked that they choreographed a dance to or whatever. There were props sometimes. There was costumes. There was all kinds of but different things. The key to this show to me is that it's not drag queens. It's not professionals. It's people kind of like dabbling in this world of performance that's what i love about it well it was it was all over the map like the first person was just wearing like a v-neck and jeans yeah the next person was dressed in like completely head to toe drag but i mean they're not professional drag queens they're just like they're they're trying it on they're just performers yeah yeah but when you were judging who was your co-judge was it a man it was otsko oh it was okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay that's right so you had a straight woman judging Mm -hmm. i just felt like Lauren and I, Lauren, another lesbian, and me, a lesbian, obviously, we were sitting there judging these 
these performers and I just felt like I was not in a place where I could judge someone else on the, th- the things that I was seeing like the heels <laughs> okay. and the, was, the dress and the makeup was Lauren and the- wearing a vest no, but she was wearing a beanie. Okay. I was wearing a bomber jacket. Okay. So So we were in full lesbian regalia and then going like, yeah, you know, I really like the makeup or like, oh, cool mime theme you have going there. But we were also, a lot of our commentary was, how are you doing this in these heels? Yeah. Like it was us being amazed as lesbians of what these men can do in heels, right. you know, or what these queens are doing or whatever, what the, whatever the performance was. But it, we kept going back to that. And lesbians, I mean, we... We got to step it up a little bit in terms of nightlife because the gay men were taking the cake. I yeah. mean, they were like dancing like crazy. They had the most energy. They had the best performances. And there were a few lesbos there. And there was like the row lesbo performance, like I said. But I think that this is a big reason. What I saw last night is a big reason why there's been a decline in lesbian bars. Yeah. Because we got to step it up. There's, we got to do some lip syncing. I mean, no it'll be all be Ani DeFranco, but still, we got <laughs> to try. Dude, that would be a great night. You should start that. It should be like Lilith Fair, but it's Lip Sync Lilith Fair. And it's you only sing songs like Lip-a-fair from or Lipith Fair. Yeah. Lip Fair. Lip Fair. And it's songs like Ani DeFranco, Alanis Morissette, Melissa Etheridge, Keegan and Sarah, Indigo Girls, Tattoo. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I would come to this show. I think I'm going to do it for the le- sake of lesbians. Yes. I must. You I- need to save lesbian bar culture yes. in. The war in the world. I finally have a cause that I believe in. Thank God, my pride is reunited, reignited. Because pride exhaustion is something I was feeling this month. And now you slap on your vest, you get a booking agent, and you make this happen. I'm gonna do it, lesbians. Are you with me? All right, we're changing the world here. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Okay, drop the subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris, our bi guy. How's your bi life? It's good. Yeah? Yeah? <laughs> yeah. That's nice. I'm, you know, still open. Playing the field? I'm playing the field. Yeah. F-E-E-L-D. <laughs> it's the app I'm on. No, I, you know, I'm always looking for the love of my life. So if you're out there. Or the love of your night or week. The love of my night. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the fling of my life. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> the fl- It's just a long fling. It's a long fling. That'll go in your vows. Yeah. Maybe the listeners can help us come up with a name for the Lilith Fair Lip Sync Competition Show that we're creating. Absolutely. I think we should put it out on Twitter and on Instagram and we can get some voting going. Yes. I think that we haven't really nailed down the right uh, name for this, but we want to be the first to create a lesbian version of what you and I have both uh, been judges for, which is Learn the Words Bitch, a lip syncing competition for, uh, I mean, it was at a gay bar and it was very gay men heavy mm-hmm. and we and it was you know more like uh traditional it's raining men type right. of songs like that yeah and we need to do a lesbian version with like lilith fair lineup songs it'll take place at like a coffee shop <laughs> slash bookstore <laughs> slash bookstore yeah. and everyone has to lip sync with well, their dog with their dog and it has an extra added thing where they also have to lip sync the guitar or like fake play the guitar <laughs> 
So it's air guitar and lip syncing on a DeFranco song. So it's going to be a huge night. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm excited about that. I think I would go with uh, um, Alanis Morissette for my pick for that. I know all of the guitar and the harmonica I music would, interludes. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I would do Indigo Girls, and I would, uh, but I would, you know, I would do like a split half costume where one half oh. I was one of the girls, the other half I was the other, <laughs> and I would turn my body. That would be awesome. Yeah. Okay. So this is either going to be such a hit, or it's going to go over once, and, and we're going to close gonna be that like, night. That was enough. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. Uh, we will put something out on Twitter so people can vote for the name. Is it li- Lipith Fair? Lilith, li- open your lips. I don't know what it is. Read the read my lips, bitch. Read, read my lips, bitch. Yeah. We have to find a nice, less friendly, catchy title. Um, another thing that we did last week was we gave an award out to Allie's official ally of the week. Did I tell you about this? Yeah. Yeah. So Tim from the reception desk, he was our official ally of the week. He's doing more for the LGBTQ community as a hetero guy than Taylor Swift is. I know she's all about being an ally. So that's come and gone. Now it's time to elect a new ally of the week. Oh, good. And I have a nomination here, so okay. I want to get your thoughts. Okay, I'm excited. This is from the this come this nomination is from the senior community. Great. And this is Gaga Gramps. Oh. Gaga Gramps. Okay, here we go. So this is a video. The grandpa is sitting on a, a, a little fold-out chair in front of his house. And I believe this is either his wife or his daughter, something like that. And he's waiting to get some news. I need to know if you have anything on your calendar for May 7th of next year. Can you look at your calendar? Now, this video is a little longer than it needs to be because Grandpa has to find his calendar on his phone. Oh, God, that takes (laughs) 10 minutes. And just know that I have cut out at least 30 seconds from this bit of him trying to look up uh, this date in his phone calendar. May 7th of 2020? Yes. That's a Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) How would you know what you're... you know what you have planned on a Thursday that is like a year from now old people knowledge like they know what the weather's gonna be before anybody else does even before the weather people and yeah. they know what day of the week it is like you could be like 2031 July 13th and they're like that's a Wednesday right like they it's know. like he's a walking almanac <laughs> with what <laughs> well how about the evening uh, yeah, Are you no, booked I, in the evening at 8 p.m.? 8 p.m. on the 7th, on a Thursday night in yeah. May? No. Yes. I think I'm open. Would you like to go to a concert maybe on that evening? Maybe in Las Vegas? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> That is my nomination is Gaga Gramps, who is Gaga for Gaga. Yes. And uh, I, I think that this clip can live on in the in the Channel Q uh, sound repertoire. Is that true, Emmy? I think that Gaga, Gaga Gramps. Gaga. I just got chills. I, I, you know, I mean, I feel like that's how most people feel. I w- if someone said you're going to Vegas for Gaga residency, my only response would be Gaga. <laughs> I just got chills. I got chills. We would all do that. So that is my official nomination. We will be right back. We have a lot more to get to. Drop the subject. Don't go anywhere. You're listening on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject.
This is the new Channel Q, that's correct, and this is Drop the Subject, and I'm Allie Johnson, and Clayton Ferris is with me today. Hello. By my side. By your side is your bye guy. (laughs) By your side is your bye guy. I'm Michael Caine. (laughs) I love a random Michael Caine impression. (laughs) Anyone who has like a subpar British accent, which is can me, do Michael can, Kine. can do Michael Kine. I also think that anyone can do Biggie Smalls. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, like you're just like, oh, ho, oh, ho. Like, <laughs> you just sound like you have a cold, kind of, and just like kind of clear your throat. <laughs> See? <laughs> See? <laughs> it's the easiest impression to do. I think a lot of people could do Rosie Perez, too. How? Because all you have to do is go, oh, no! I'm Rosie Perez. Wait, that sounds like the nanny. That sounds like Fran Drescher. What are you doing? Okay, I really can't do that. This is why I went to acting school, everybody. Uh, I, I can also do a very great Seth Rogen laughing impression. Oh. <laughs> and I think that these are impressions that anyone can do. So if you're in your car right now, just give it a shot. It'll I really sound just like it. Enjoy that your celebrity impressions are just their laughter. Seth Rogen laughing at Biggie Smalls, clearing his throat. It's no one actually talking. It's just their bodily sounds. Yeah. Their guttural sounds. Look, I never claim to do impressions yeah. or I accents. I can do Hillary Clinton sneezing. That's what I can do. You're like, achoo. I'm like, that's ju- this sounds just like her. <laughs> I feel like she'd be kind of an ugly sneezer. Yeah, or like a loud sneezer. She'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> she's like, so what? You know uh, how I'm one of those sneezers who has like a big bleed up. Like a, it's like, oh, 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 and then the sneeze is just like. <laughs> I'm one of those people who uh, holds it all in. Like I, I plug my nose and then I just do a. I heard that's like horrible. it's like all inside me. It's probably I, really bad for my yeah, heart. Yeah, I heard that that like ca- it's literally someone was like that causes you to lose brain cells. So <laughs> I stopped doing it. Well, that explains it. That explains a lot. <laughs> or maybe that's one of those things like when you're when you're younger and your parents tell you like BS that you just believe your whole right. life. Yeah, like don't don't sneeze that way. Your yeah. nose will get stuck like that. Yeah. Or Did we talk about that on the air before? Like yeah. I remember my parents told me that like if you turn on the light in your car while driving. That you will go to jail. They're like, we will all go to jail if you do this. That's just how they got us to not do it. Until I was like 25, I was like, don't turn on that light. Well, back then, there was like a lot of rules around cars and how to operate them. And I think it's because everyone was like, this might make it break down. Like, just by driving with the light on was like, oh no, is the car going to be able to handle this? My thing that my dad always taught me was that it was like horribly bad to have the AC on and any windows cracked. Yeah. It was like, don't do that. The car's going to overheat. Like, it was like the car cannot possibly survive having the AC on and the windows open. But these are also just PTSD things from us being poor, like me growing up kind of poor and always having crappy cars, being like, you can't run the AC if the car is like idling <laughs> right because the car it's will true. break down so i i have a new car now but these things still are in my head yeah like i like never run the ac because i'm like no 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 <laughs> we can't do that in traffic or you're like i can't put on the ac and the radio that's ridiculous or like parking at the bottom of hills because <laughs> oh. you don't want to have to drive your car up a hill maybe that's just me my car still does that thing where it rolls back yeah even when you're like, I'm not sure if I'm going yet. The car's like, <laughs> everyone in a Tesla next to me is like, what is this lady doing? Yeah. All right, we've gotten off topic, but news it or lose it, here we oh go. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'm an off topic day. No, it's good. 
Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I also remember the day that we had to wear seatbelts for the first time, like it was illegal. To, to not to not wear a seatbelt. My dad was like, "Now you have to put your seatbelt on. It's the law." I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "Because it was Bill Clinton's decision." And I was like, "I hate Bill Clinton." Wait, that's a new law. That's it was like from when the Bill ni- Clinton became president. Oh, really? Yeah, that should have always been a law. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely should have. <laughs> I was like, "I'm a dumb kid, and I don't want to wear a dumb seatbelt." All right, I'm going to give you five headlines. You're going to decide, Clayton, what we news and what we lose. So as soon as I read a headline, just say news it or lose it. The ones that you say news it to, we will get into at the top of the next hour. You're Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Headline number one: Adulting 101. High school, uh, high school te- is teaching a, a high school is teaching a class on basic life skills, <laughs> like reading, <laughs> like like being able to read aloud on the radio. No, uh, things like how to build credit and change your own oil. Yeah, these are things that we. Sh- I wish I would have learned growing yeah. up. Yeah, like how to do taxes. Yes. Why? Why are we all just supposed to figure that one out? You know, I'm curious. Yeah. Okay. Great. I'm, Newsing I'm, it. News. Headline number two: Mom fumes as United puts her son on a flight to the wrong country. Mm, don't really care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Lose uh, it or lose it. Lose it. Okay. Poor kid. I hope he survived. <laughs> We'll never know. We'll never know. Headline number three. From Flat Earth to Golden Girls, here are the weirdest themed cruise ships you've ever seen. Oh, I w- I'd actually like to news this because I'm looking for a cruise for the summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you picked a Flat Earth one. I think you'd meet a lot of life lifelings. Isn't that what you're looking for? All right. Headline number four. Here's a life hack. How to dig a boob trench for your boobs at the beach. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Emmy goes, oh. oh. <laughs> She's like, hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't need to know that. Right. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand I, that you I have don't. a very flat chest. <laughs> I don't even have, like, pecs. No, yeah, so you're losing that. Lose. Okay. And then finally, World Cup anxiety runs deeper than winning or losing for women's soccer fans. Oh, <laughs> oh, I guess this I is have the mo- one of the le- most lesbian stories ever. You feel like you have to lose. I feel like it? I have to. If I lose that, then I'm anti-lesbian. Oh, okay. <laughs> news. All news. right. From Lilith Fair of Lilith Fair to Soccer World Cup anxiety, uh, we will get into all that and more, and also talk about adulting and how that is a new high school class and flat Earth to Golden Girls, the weirdest themed cruise ships that you've ever seen. We'll get into all that next. So stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio. And radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. That'll get you bopping. This is Drop the Subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris. Hi. I love that you said that'll get you bopping. That'll get you bopping. <laughs> and that was Bruno Mars, Uptown Funk. Thank and you very much. if you're not bopping now, then what will get I you bopping? I have nothing else for you, <laughs> and you have hate in your heart. Uh, okay. Here's the part of the show where we get into the stories that Clayton decided we delve deep into. This is what he said to news versus lose. It is officially news it or lose it. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. I've always said that in high school and even in junior high, 
we should be getting classes that are a little more relevant to our general life experiences. Right. Things like how to change a tire, things like... Uh, hey, maybe let's figure out how to do taxes. Right. Because, you know, it, the only reason that I know how to do, do taxes is because my parents eventually taught me how because there's no, like, there was no class on that. No, I didn't get it either. So I don't know how people are supposed to learn or, like, how to balance a checkbook or like back ha- then. Like, how to get a job when you have a liberal arts degree, <laughs> <laughs> how to survive as an artist, period. <laughs> Uh, what to do when you need to file for unemployment. Right. What to expect when you're expecting. <laughs> How to fake a disability. <laughs> oh, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> to get free parking. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, those are bad adulting skills. Uh, but Adulting 101, that is a course that is now at a high school in Kentucky. They're offering pra- uh, practical hands-on skills to seniors to prepare them, senior, student, senior high school students, to prepare them for the real world when they graduate. Now, this is Fern Creek High School's Adulting 101 three-day workshop. The students prep for real-life scenarios that every adult goes through after high school. Things like building credit, changing a tire are many of the tasks that these students face, which seem mundane for more experienced grown-ups, but they're easier said than done. Uh, Sarah Wilson-Abel, the college access resource teacher at Fern Creek High School, she came up with the course and got inspiration from her school's alumni after posting a call to action on her Facebook account asking for all or any ideas on what adulting classes should consist of. Uh, if you could choose one real world concept skill that you wish you could learn in high school, what would it be and that is what that that is how she came up with uh this on let me see some of the other ones more than 100 people responded with their suggestions ranging from mental health management to financial efficiency Mm. i think financial efficiency is like the main one that i would want help with yeah me too just like doing normal stuff like tracking what's in your bank account yeah like you said budgeting your life budgeting how much you should spend on things should you get cable netflix Hulu and HBO Now are just one. These are the things I need to know. Those are like those lists that you look for when you're trying to like open an account or something and you're like, what's the best way to go about this? Or what's the most budget friendly tactic to use or whatever? And so that would be the stuff that they'd be teaching in this class. Right. Like I have learned this stuff through experience, I guess. Mm -hmm. And just for the fact that like, oh crap, I need to grow up and I need to learn how to budget my money and things like that. And some people are better than others depending on how you were brought up. But when it comes to taxes, sorry to interrupt you, but for me, it's like I have done my taxes every year for whatever, 20 years, and I, st- I still don't think I know how, what I'm doing. <laughs> every year, I'm just like, uh, what do I do here? And like sometimes when I, because I work freelance so much, if I do like a small job, I'll all like, it's like dependence. And like one time I put like, I, I guess I just put one or I don't know. It just, I, it screwed me over and like yeah. it took all of my money oh, from my paycheck. And I was right. like, someone should have told me right. how to do this. I wish I would have had this class. It's true. Yeah. I wish I could have had it too. I think that I wonder why a class like this. Has never existed like was there something about like no don't teach them how money works keep the man down keep the poor man down well, all there was was like home ec home economics which was literally right. a class where you learn how to like bake. sew and bake yeah they're That's, like here's how to cook for your man it's like we need to know how to like do real yeah. things and you know what a little class in stock wouldn't hurt Stock market? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, how to make chicken stock. (laughs) I mean, just learning basic stuff like that. All right. Let's move on to weird cruises. I think this should uh, definitely 
uh, be easy for the LGBT community to relate to. I mean, gays love cruises. They love going on cruises. And here's a few different ones rather than just going on, oh, Olivia cruises or insert gay cruise here. Here are a bunch of other ones that you could do instead this summer or, you know, year round. And you're looking for a cruise, uh, Clayton? Yeah. Okay. I actually like going on cruises. Even I've actually though, never been on a cruise. It, they're fun. Even though every piece of in, like news you see online is like 12 dead on cruise ship. <laughs> yeah. Or <laughs> everyone throws up all on each yeah, other at cruise or like ship. Scientology cruise ship quarantine yeah. that happened. But it's like, look, mine was fun. <laughs> but I, but was like it. the people I was with got um, seasickness fun. and I didn't. So like. Definitely, we had different experiences. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely been on a boat, not a, not a cruise ship, but I've been on a boat where everyone except me was throwing up, and uh, and that that's that's not a fun time. But I was sitting there enjoying a beer while everyone was throwing up literally <laughs> over the boat, boat, and I was like, this is beautiful. Uh, okay, we have to take a break, but I'm going to go through some of these when we get back. Cat cruises, Game of Thrones cruises, Star Trek. Golden Girls, Kiss, Selena, the list goes on. So we'll get through some of these when we get back. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Okay, Drop the Subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and... Clayton Ferris. Yep, that's you. <laughs> You're our bi guy. I'm your bi guy. You speak here to for answer. all bisexual men. Yes, I am the hammer on all bisexual issues. So if you ever have any questions. About what it's like. About what it's like, what to expect, where to go from here. Tweet us. Tweet me, at Clayton Ferris. Yeah. Or you'll just give them their first time experience. Yeah, or just show up at my house, knock on the door. <laughs> And we'll talk. Yeah, great. Uh, Clayton Ferris is open for dating, everybody. All right. Where we left off, we're in the middle of News It or Lose It. We already talked about uh, this adulting class for high school students, which teaches you how to balance a checkbook, not balance a checkbook, but build credit, change a tire, things like that. Balance a checkbook is like something you should learn how to do in the 70s. Um, And now we're going to talk about the weirdest cruises out there. The Flat Earthers and Golden Girls fans, these are the craziest themed cruises out there. So if you're planning on taking a little cruise, I've never taken one before. I would like to take one. And I think the first one that I would sign up for is number one on this list, which is Cat Cruise. (laughs) This is a cruise for all those who love cats. (laughs) I, I, I would love to see the guest list for this cruise I, ship and see how many of these people are women over 50. I also just got this horrible image of like cats jumping over the edge of the cruise ship into the water. <laughs> Being like, get me out of here! Yeah, just like... I don't want this! That sounds like a horrible idea. <laughs> All the ladies are like, come here! Come yeah. here, mittens! <laughs> come here! Um, do you want some of the shellfish? Yeah, but these are probably would all be the types of cats that are on leashes. <laughs> You know those types of cats? Yeah, I have a leash for my cat. What are you saying? I'm just saying it's a type. That's all I'll say. <laughs> There's actually no cats allowed on this cruise. Oh, okay. Then why did we even go off on that tangent? <laughs> <laughs> because it was fun. The, uh, they're not allowed. You're not allowed to bring cats, and there's not a bunch of cats there. Instead, friends of felines can partake. This is so lame. This is the worst cruise just ever. Just a bunch of people who love cats just hanging to, out together. Just talking about their cats back home. Playing mahjong. Uh, can partake in a six-day gathering of like-minded individuals as cruise-goers travel from Tampa 
<laughs> to the Cayman Islands and Cozumel, Mexico. They can participate in activities like <laughs> Meow Meow Trivia, Meow Meow Group Dining, and the Meow Meow Mixer. <laughs> I love that the, whoever came up with the names for these things just was like, what about Meow Meow Anything? Just everything Meow Meow. Everything Meow Meow. Do you want to do, you the, know, like the, the, the kitten meow, buffet? Yeah, nope, the, Meow Meow. No, Meow Meow Buffet. <laughs> Maybe the Meow Meow talent show. Because they have talent shows on cruises, by the way. Yeah, I wonder One what... of which I've won. <laughs> All right. Is anyone here not knitting for their talent? <laughs> okay. No, no. Show of hands. No, okay. no, no. Meow Meow. Okay. Uh, next one up is the Game of, Thro- uh, Game of Thrones cruise. <laughs> Sail date is July 2020. Winter has come and gone, and Sunday nights are no longer the same drama-filled affairs without Game of Thrones. But this cruise Croatia is offering a remedy to Game of Thrones and Induced withdrawal, a journey through Westeros aboard its deluxe cruise. Guests will be treated to view of to view the Dalmatian coast of Croatia, where they can explore filming locations like Pile Gate and the site for King's Landing. <gasps> that That's sounds fun. that does sound really cool, actually. My nerd meter just perked up. <laughs> I want though like Game of Thrones themed food and drink. Yeah. I want to be drinking mead. I want a giant leg of turkey. Yeah. I want things like that. Every time I would watch Game of Thrones, they would be like, they would like be about to go to war. This was all I ever think of. They were about to go to war. They're in a tent. It's horrible conditions outside, but there's always like the freshest bowl of fruit. Like there's (laughs) the most fresh fruit you could ever purchase, ever have. I'm like, where did they get this? Where they, refrigerators have not been invented (laughs) yet. Exactly. Like there's, there's, I don't think there's a lot of fruit trees in Croatia. (laughs) Well, I also think about all those battles. I'm like, what is everyone even surviving on? Like they are all doing these wars. And then there was like one mention from Sansa in season eight being like, how are we going to feed all these people? I was like, thank you. Exactly. How is everyone surviving? Or this whole idea of people before like this huge war getting so drunk the night before. <laughs> right. That always drives me crazy. I'm yeah. like, how are you going to fight a war with, with the a hangover? dragon? Yeah, with the dragon if you have a hangover. I can't even use the restroom when I'm hungover. Yeah, but they probably have old-timey medieval like hangover cures. They're like, and then the mead of the thistle will keep you. Yeah, or in- like the beer was like the mead was like clean. Like, if I'm drinking, like, skinny girl margaritas, and it's giving me the worst hangover of my life. Right. (laughs) They just had old school stuff. Okay, Star Trek Cruise. That is March 2020. That is sold out. Sold out. That is, yeah, that's sold out. Golden Girls Cruise. Uh, This is in February of 2020. I actually heard about this, and I really want to go on it. Fantasy, uh, maybe you want to relish in your golden years, like Dorothy Rose, Blanche, and Sophia, the ladies of the hit sitcom Golden Girls. This cruise sets sail from Miami. Where the girls called home and travels to Cozumel, Mexico. Events aboard the ship include caftan sail away party with cheesecake. Yes. <laughs> and a drag parody performance. That's amazing. I, I was just in Palm Springs this weekend and that I had a similar experience, just not on a boat. <laughs> You had a Golden Girls cruise experience no, that just was not on a boat? People, everyone likes to wear get wear caftans and Palm Springs and sit around a pool. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean... That's a life. That's Palm Springs for you. That's Palm Springs, the, and that's why we love it. It's the Miami of the West. Okay, we have one minute. I have to continue. Uh, Kiss, there's a Kiss-themed cruise, obviously. That's not surprising. I'm surprised that there's a whole cruise ship for Selena fans. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I You're love, not surprised? No, Selena no? is a huge, she still holds this huge cultural weight 
especially mm. being from the South. She was huge there. And back to Palm Springs, there was a <laughs> Selena drag queen. Oh. And literally when she came out, we were like, we stood up like <gasps> Selena was there. Like everyone was like, oh my a baby, God. Baby, yeah. And it was incredible. Oh, that's nice. Hey, she Selena. is definitely like an old, like a, like she will be a favorite for a long time. Yeah, she has that like way, like I dare to say she's like an she's like iconic in a way. She is definitely iconic. Gone too soon. Okay, uh, on the complete end of the, spe- the complete other end of the spectrum, there's a CrossFit cruise. This is probably oh, my God. least favorite of all. Yeah, because everyone just sits around and talks about CrossFit the whole time. Are you time. drinking? No. Are you? No. No. Are you eating the buffet? No. There's no. nothing I can eat. No. Cool. I'm just gonna <laughs> just gonna eat this kelp that I scraped off the bottom of the boat. Great. Cool. You want to go back to my room and show each other our muscles? <laughs> and not have sex, but look at each other really, really intensely? Yeah, man. I'm in. Okay, cool. <laughs> Excited. Uh, there's a cruise ship for running. <laughs> I don't know where there, where there is to run when you're on a cruise. Uh, figure it out! <laughs> uh, and then Flat Earthers, which is there's very little information about the existence of Flat Earth and the Flat Earth cruise. Okay. But, uh, so it's it's probably a deep web thing but in order to sign up. Literally to be on a cruise boat or cruise ship on something that's like circling the globe <laughs> and talking about the Flat Earth, that's Yeah, that's wouldn't the they all be afraid of, of falling off? Exactly. <laughs> All right. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. We have Just the Tip Tuesday coming up. Stick around. You're listening on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. Drop the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris. And we are getting into Just the Tip Tuesday now. I know we did have to talk about this Women's World Cup story, mm-hmm. but I'll go over it really quickly. It's just kind of sad. Oh. I mean, it's not super sad, but I'm it's like, basically I'm, I'm talking on, about... <laughs> I'm on edge. I can't be brought down. <laughs> no, it's about like a lot of the female soccer players have World Cup anxiety because they're literally playing for their own funding. Oh, yeah. Because like women's sports are so underfunded and like the their success completely depends on how much money people are willing to put into the federation and stuff like that so a lot of people are like because the world cup happens every four years they have one year of playing and then three more years of like worrying if they're gonna be able to play again yeah that's dark so it's bs yeah um but we find that was like the longest news that are losing i think ever that took like an hour (laughs) i couldn't stop talking during it well i mean cruises will get you talking they'll just get you going cruises and adulting yes and we are continuing on the adulting train because we were going to talk about how to turn your summer fling into a long-time relationship but i think we might do that next week for just the tip tuesday today I want to talk about the things that you should know how to do by the age of 30. This is the epitome of adulting. This is a list, a master list of things that we should all know as adults, whether we took a stupid high school class or whether our parents taught it to us. I don't know how we're supposed to have learned this stuff, but you're supposed to have learned by this age. And it's funny because we talk about, you know, growing up and being adults and adulting and learning how to, you know, have a... A functional place in the society as an adult, but Mm -hmm. then we're also so focused on doing things that bring bring us back to childhood, like remounting shows that we watched when we were ten, signing up for adult summer camps, uh, you know, Uh, you know, injecting stuff stuff in our face to make us look younger, exactly, (laughs) adult coloring books, right? I mean, all of that stuff. My my wife just wants to find an adult tap class. She wants to take like all of those dance classes that she took when she was younger. Yeah, they have that for sure. They have adult, but adults only. Yeah. 
It's not just going to be Katie and like four six-year-olds? No, they have adult tap classes. Go uh, to Millennial Dance Complex in uh, North Hollywood. Is that really what that's called? Mm-hmm. You can take. Is it for millennials? No, it, oh. Oh, it's called Millennium. Oh, okay. But you can literally take like any dance class, and like they're actually really good. But you can drop into any class. Okay. But the problem is, is like they're actually all really good. So if you're, it's, they're not beginners classes. So maybe Katie needs to. To go to the see, kids' class first. That's, I think, what needs to happen. And you know what? That would make me happy anyway. Yeah. Just to see her trying to trying to outstep a time step like with a six-year-old. At the recital. like She's like five foot taller than all the kids. That's amazing. I love that. And she's probably not the best person in the class. Okay. The first thing on this list is changing a tire. If you can't do this, your license gets revoked. Do you know how to change a tire? I do know how to change a tire. Emmy, do you know how to change a tire? No. And every time I change a tire, I feel like a badass. Yeah. You know? Well, if the, if the if car emergency happens, I go into full dyke mode. I'm like, all right, let me see what's you're going like, on here. You're like, all right, what is this jack yeah. lift? <laughs> <laughs> and then I put it on the wrong part of the car, and then the underbelly starts caving in. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, okay, I don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> but I do know how to change my car battery, and I know how to change my oil, and I know how to change a tire. You know what I think it is? I think that there's this thing that we do, I, I like as we've said, I'm a millennial, but on the old side. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like there's a, like whenever I switch into that mode of like I'm an adult I'm adulting now. It's like I think that that's what people are scared of whenever they don't like like people don't like to adult because it gets you 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 have to flip into this like survival mode and be like I'm getting this done. Yeah. Because I'm a grown because ass man. Because I'm a grown man. ass man or woman, woman or person. <laughs> Cuz I want to be inclusive. <laughs> Cuz I want to be inclusive okay. as an adult. <laughs> Okay, operating a grill. If you're still using a George Foreman, you're legally obligated to return it to your col- uh, return your college diploma. Yeah, I guess George Foremans are for college and not for adulting. Uh, I'm a grill ma- master as well. You are? Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, let's see. Number three, pairing a wine to a meal. Now this is a little. I don't think everyone should know how to do that. Yeah, but also it's just, you know, like what, like me, I'm like, give me half a bottle of rosé with ice in it and I'll eat it with anything. Like, it do, I don't... <laughs> with ice in it? Yes. That's so, like, I Texas my, of you. I drink my wine with ice. <laughs> do you do a little spritz? Do you add a little, a little soda? Spritzer. A little spritzer? I do a, a light, dry rosé with a handful of ice and some Pamplemousse LaCroix. <laughs> Rosé all day. Uh, that sounds good, right? Do you have a, is that, do you have like a gay drink versus like, like, is that your drink no matter what? Or are you like every once in a while you're like, I want a brewski, I want a Michelob. No, I, I could be at like NASCAR, a <laughs> NASCAR a event and I'd be like, let me get the rosé, <laughs> two pumps, Pamplemousse, LaCroix, Pamplemousse. six ice cubes. <laughs> okay, learning how to swim. Everyone should know how to swim, doing your taxes, taking a decent picture, building a respectable wardrobe. There's a lot more. So we're going to get to a few more of these before we run out of time. Uh, of course, we Taking still, a picture, that's hilarious. Taking a respectable picture. And then eventually when you get over 60, you no longer know how to take a picture anymore. Uh, so there are age ranges with this stuff. Uh, we'll get into more of this. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Stick around. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. the subject. Yes, this is the new Channel Q, the world's first nationally syndicated LGBTQ radio station where we are giving everyone a voice. Yes. Everyone, including me and you. 
And no one would ever give us a voice anywhere else. (laughs) Well, there was a time that I wasn't sure I'd ever work in radio again. So they are giving me a voice, and I'm very thankful for that. Yeah. As long as they're letting me in front of a microphone, I will continue talking. Sure. And, Uh, you know, I fill in every now and then. And at my entire career, I've always said default (laughs) is the best word in the English language. (laughs) That's how I get all my gigs. Settling for radio is something I'm always willing to do. Uh, Now, thank you for joining us. If you like what you're hearing, give us a review. Give us a like. Give us a follow if you want to at DTS Show on Twitter and on Instagram. We have all kinds of fun things for you there. And uh, audience participation, always welcome. You know, we will be doing the gayest news headline of the week a little early this week since it's a short week for a lot of people. So I think we're going to do the nominees tomorrow and then you will be able to vote over the holiday and, and vote for what the exact gayest headline of the first half of 2019 is. Maybe we'll do a roundup of all the best ones from the year so far. Uh, It's totally up to you. You decide. Okay. We're in the middle of Just the Tip Tuesday where we share tips, tricks, life hacks, all the things that can help you get through this thing called life. And we are talking about adulting and the 30 things that you are supposed to know how to do as an adult. Things like, uh, let's see, changing a tire, operating a grill, swimming. You know, my wife's dad still does not know how to swim. Mm-hmm. And I've, that's an old, old-timey old thing. A lot of people didn't ever learn. Yeah, but a lot of people didn't have access to swimming lessons. Like, I feel like I learned how to swim because my parents gave me swimming lessons, right? Right. Well, I had them in school. It was part of school. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that, you know, yeah, not when you were, like, 30 years ago, not everyone had pools in their school at all. Right. So it wasn't part of school. And then eventually he reached an age where he was like, ah, I just, nope. Nope. <laughs> Don't need to learn it anymore. We went to Tahoe and we went on a boat and they were like, does everyone know how to swim? And we had to be like, no, he doesn't. Everyone's like, <laughs> And oh. he had to wear a life vest. It's funny. Yeah. Okay. Throwing a football is another one, which I think is a little weird. <laughs> everyone should know how to throw a football. Not a baseball, uh, a but football. a football specifically. You know, I mean, to throw a football well and get that spiral on it. That's a that that takes practice. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know how to as long as you can look hot on a beach throwing a football. Then life is and to get a photo of it. <laughs> then you're a real adult and get a decent photo of I it. I do actually agree with the one you said about taking a decent photo. It does seem like taking a photo is kind of like I don't want to say it's it's a skill that not everybody has. No, and uh, there are a lot of people that I know that still don't know how to take a good picture. Right. I don't know how to take a selfies. Mm-hmm. Very well. I'm it's just, all about lighting. Yeah, I don't. You're good at taking pictures. Well, can I give you a piece of advice? This is for all the listeners too. Hire a photographer. Hire a photographer <laughs> and let them follow you around. <laughs> no, if you want to take a good selfie or good photo, find an awning. Any any place that has like oh. an awning. So what you want to do is be un, like you want to kind of almost be shaded. No sun on you. Okay. But the sun. Is there. It's facing you. It's like there on the outside. But you have shade. But you have shade covering you. So like the photographer might be in the sun a little facing you. This is how you get a good photo. The lighting will look great. You're, you know, it'll get, it'll diminish some of your lines and wrinkles. <laughs> Why are you looking right at me as you say that? I, because I can't look anywhere else. <laughs>
Uh, no, wow, that's no, a really good tip, you know? I mean, keep it, like, then Disneyland's probably a great place. There's a lot of awnings yeah, there. Yeah, it's like you don't want to have overhead lighting because that makes you have more shadows. That gives you shadows in your face, yeah. and that's what you're trying to avoid. Radio studios are horrible for horrible. taking pictures. Yeah, but they made that, that, that way on purpose because most of the people who work here are gargoyles. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I just mean like traditionally. We have face faces. We for have radio. faces for radio. I'm not pointing fingers. I'm pointing one right at me. Gargoyle. Okay. <laughs> okay. Number ten: fixing basic household problems. Now, I think that yeah, hanging a picture, you know, mounting a TV, fixing a toilet, things like that. Uh, I I mean. I don't expect everybody to know those things. I think there are a lot of people who their mission is actually just to marry someone or be with someone who knows how to do those things. That's what my wife did. I don't know how to fix a toilet, but I know how to do most household things. Yeah, you don't know how to plunge. I know how to to do a good plunge. Great. That came naturally. I didn't need any training for that. Yeah. Getting around without a phone, Mm. that's difficult. I cannot get around with a phone most of the time. <laughs> I need a GPS every... I take a GPS to get here every single day. Really? Every single day. I because mean, I don't know which way is the best way to go. The depending on travel. Yeah. So I think my phone just thinks I'm an idiot. Yeah. And it's like, your screen time was up. I'm like, I'm just going to work. I'm not using it for... Like scrolling and you're like it's just maps. But here's the thing: people don't realize there was that time where literally you'd be like, "Yeah, I'll meet you there," and then you'd have to be like, "Okay, can you give me directions?" And you'd have to talk to that person and be like, "Okay, you're gonna go left on Grand, right on Fitzgerald Avenue," and you had to have that whole thing and write it down wherever you could. Parents still do that. I mean, my mom will still be like, "Okay, so you get on Santa Moss Expressway and you make a right." I'm like, you know what? I can really just put it on my phone. Yeah, exactly. And then you're gonna want to make a left on the freeway, not a right. I'm like. Like, okay, I just, but I respect it. She knows how to get everywhere. Right. She's, I mean, she's got that good old person thing where she knows how to get pretty much everywhere. Yeah, it's a pretty, it's a skill that. You have like a life map. It's kind of like a, it it kind of reminds, it's like a natural skill that humans should have, like navigating a sense of direction. A sense of direction. Yeah, because animals can do it. Animals do it. They migrate. Yeah. They don't use a GPS. People without Wi Fi do it. We need to do it. People without Wi-Fi. You're like, who doesn't have Wi-Fi? Uh, who is that? Okay. Uh, tying a tie, making a decent cocktail, riding a bike, cooking, driving stick. No, I, you don't need to know that if you don't drive a stick. <laughs> I mean, like... <laughs> Great point. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly. Uh, I don't know how to drive a stick. I uh, do. Brewing a good cup of coffee. I'm crushing this list, by the way. Building a fire. I know how to do that. Learn that in Girl Scouts. And then finally, starting a conversation. Mm. Uh, Yeah, not very good at that. (laughs) (laughs) Another thing that radio people are supposed to be great at. Starting and ending a conversation, which is what we're going to do right now. This is Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. <laughs> You're like, is a, it done? That's a moment of LSD tripping. <laughs> I love uh, a trippy ending to a yeah, song. Yeah, which is like, meow, you don't know if it's ending, meow, is this in your head, meow? <laughs> Drop the subject on the new channel Q, Allie Johnson, Clayton Ferris, and uh, got a nice tweet from Ed O'Connor, mm. who said, at DTS show, I really doubt that taking a mic away from Allie will make her stop talking. Thank you very much. Burn. Shade. No shade. No I don't tea, no think. No shade. But yeah. No, it's probably true. 
<laughs> I mean, I have to, yeah. The I, funny thing, like whenever I come in to co-host with you, I feel like we talk just as much during the breaks yes, as we do on air. We do. Well, because we also don't see each other as often, right. so we're catching we're up. catching up and talking about things, but some of the best stuff we don't say on air because we you, can't. You are really missing out we'd on be the shut, good stuff. We'd be shut down. <laughs> we talk about how often Clayton urinates during the show. Yeah. Why do you have to bring that up on air? I just go to the bathroom a lot. Cause I, why? Because I drink a lot of water, as everyone should. Okay. Call me crazy. Call me crazy, but I'm trying to keep my skin hydrated and, you know, my stool's loose. No. <laughs> I think So I can take a nice picture under an awning where I look young and vital. Vi- viral. viral. Is the word viral or viral? You don't want to look viral. You want to look viral. I think some of the pictures that I've taken in the past probably make me look a little viral. <laughs> okay, so speaking of catching up, you went to Palm Springs this past weekend. Yes. Because I, I invited you to my comedy show and you said, I can't, I'm going to be out of town. Yes. And you were in Palm Springs doing what exactly? <clears throat> well, I just had a friend that came to town and like my new thing is just always trying to go to Palm Springs as much as possible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just my new thing. Like, yeah. it's like something about Palm Springs. And if you haven't been to Palm Springs, no matter where you live in the country, you, and especially if you're listening to this radio station, you should go to Palm Springs at some point because it's the most fun, gayest city, and it's so cool. I love it. Well, I mean, a lot of the people that are listening to this show live in Palm Springs, so I'm sure they're very happy they're getting a little shout out. Yeah, well, I mean, it, great. I wish I could have met some of them while I was there, but but I was too drunk. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. So? I do get this vibe a little bit that Palm Springs is going through like, because it's like there's a lot of buildings going up, a lot of stuff happening. So it feels like it's going through this, like this, it, there's like a resurgence mm. happening there. But I went to see, like one of the, my favorite things to do in Palm Springs is to go to like a, a fun drag show. And I think that, I, I realized this weekend that there's this difference between the RuPaul kind of drag race stars and I'm going to say this but trust me I'm like one of the biggest fans of that show I think it's one of the best shows on television but I did notice this kind of like we went to this place called Two Cans and I did kind of notice that a lot of the audience there was kind of like hungry for like a certain type of drag queen like they only wanted to see like drag queens that had been on RuPaul's drag race oh. and then there were like these kind of like working drag queens that have been doing it forever and are showmen and ha- kind of had these like great shows they were doing but no one kind of knew who they were even though like I think the hosts have been doing it for like said something like 25 35 years something like that so I just it was weird to see this like variance of like how RuPaul's drag race drag queens are like one kind of like subset. They're like the ultra celebrity drag queens yeah, they're like, that everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like serving, they're just bringing like really impressive looks and like makeup skills. But there's this other like type of drag queen that's like just so, just like, like lived in and I don't know. It was just something well, that they've I been noticed. around the block. They've been around, and the they've block. been doing it for years. And they have these reviews, these shows that they've been doing for forever. And I think that there needs to be some other drag, like RuPaul's Drag Race, can't be like the ultimate goal for every drag queen. Right? Like that's the only thing that makes you like a successful drag queen is being on RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. That can't be it. There's yeah. got to be other things that make you a. I mean, a lot of the queens that I know in the Bay Area, they 
they've been doing their stuff for, I mean, it's kind of the same situation. They've been doing their shows for 20 years. You know, they're fantastic. They're funny. They're performers, mm-hmm. right? And then if you watch Drag Race, I mean, I, I don't really watch Drag Race, but I imagine it's more... It's more about the look. It's more about the attitude. It's it's less about the performing I aspect. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, there's some pretty amazing performers on there as well. Uh-huh. But it, it's just like it's this weird thing where there, I, like, I can't. I wish I could remember this this drag queen's name. But like, she did like a puppet show. <laughs> there's like a puppet show element. Yeah. There was like you know like some live singing that happened. Like it was just a fun experience, and it made me kind of be like, oh, not every like. I hope that people also like remember that there's like drag queens who have been doing this forever, not not in a time period when it was just like so praised and so cool. It's so like in the ether now is like a cool thing to do that like there's people that have been around forever that are like older that aren't going to be on RuPaul's Drag Race. Waste. Drag Race. <laughs> That's what we got to make. It's RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah. I don't even know if I... It's this just is people really with a, speech impediments. Yeah. RuPaul's Drag Race. I don't even know if it's a story. It's just more like... I'm just throwing some love to like the 70 year old drag queen that I saw in Palm Springs and loved. I think if you're going to see a 70 year old drag queen, you got to do it in Palm Springs. You got it. It's the gay senior Mecca. I think that uh, you're totally right. There are some, uh, the one of the places that I used to do shows at SF Oasis, they're a drag club in San Francisco and they posted a list of like, it was some list on, I don't know if it was like on Ranker or what, but it was like, here are the top 50 drag queens of all time. And most of them were just RuPaul's Drag Race contestants. Mm. And every a bunch of queens were complaining and they were like, this is not like a representation of what the real drag community is like. It's just a bunch of people that were on Drag Race. And I would like to speak to a drag queen who hates RuPaul's Drag Race. And it's like, it's kind of been probably frustrating. Like, were you on RuPaul's Drag Race? Oh, then I don't, you know, we're not going to book you or whatever. Right. But I would say, like, uh, if you were a a working drag queen, you wouldn't want to kind of, like, talk poorly of that show in case like you were going to be on it someday so right it'd be like me talking crap about Tegan and Sarah I'm just not going to do it because you want to be too much at stake you want to be on them I want to be on both of them (laughs) okay it's got weird drop the subject on the new channel Q we will be back we're going to play a game when we get back two truths in a Walmart I'm going to give three stories to Clayton Uh, we have these are news audio stories of weird things that are happening in this country right now and two of them are true one of them took place in a Walmart it's going to be a very difficult game I think we have a a weird peeping story we have someone's uh, a weird thing in someone's pants we also have a story with a Pringles can and wine in a parking lot and a hover round we've got a lot to get to so stick around you're listening to drop the subject on your radio and radio.com drop the subject we'll be right back drop the subject there i am (laughs) drop the subject on the new channel key were you just going to come on in i was you know i like to come Drop the subject. We are back. You're listening to Clayton with my dear friend, Allie Johnson. <laughs> you just make you, You're listening to Clayton with a little touch of Allie Johnson this sprinkled is in there. Drop the subject, hosted by Clayton Ferris, joined by my lesbian sister. <laughs> Allie Johnson. Uh, yeah. Hi, hi. I'm glad to be here. 
You're not um, on the list, though. Damn, damn it. Not again. <laughs> Every time I talk to you, I'm not on a list. Okay. Uh, we're going to get to a fun game on this show. It's a brand new game on Drop the Subject. This is what we do here. Try new things, see how they go. And I figured, hey, you know what? There are good stories, there are bad stories, and then there are Walmart stories. And there was a Walmart story making the rounds this week about a woman who ate a half a cake in the Walmart and then refused to pay for the full price of the cake because she'd only she'd eaten half of it so she wanted to pay for half of it <laughs> which i respect i respect it as well i mean she's not wrong you know i mean i, I love a deal and that's a good way to go about getting one <laughs> i want half off so i'm just going to rip this t-shirt in half <laughs> i mean it's a good mentality she's yeah. very literal but it's not like she just like took half the cake and threw it away she ate it <laughs> which she got through half that cake before anybody caught her right I mean, so she was able to eat for quite a while in the Walmart, and she, unassumingly. She put it in like the like the front section of the cart and just kind of pushed it around and like dipped in it as she was walking. Or did she? Was she just right in the bakery section, fork <laughs> and knife, right up there eating half a cake? Yeah. So I figured, hey, why don't why wasn't this a good opportunity to to highlight another Walmart story and do a new game, which I call Two Truths and a Walmart. <laughs> Here's how it works. Clayton, I'm going to give you three stories. All three of them. I have some audio to go with the story to give okay. you an overview of all the details. Okay. I We have omitted any reference to the location of where these stories took place. You must decide two of the stories are true and one of them took place in a Walmart. Okay, great. Okay? I, I love a game. Okay. So here is your first clip. This is clip number one. And I believe this is a bit of a peeping story. Take a listen. Shocked and upset are what Gores are saying after learning that an employee may have been caught spying on people. I go every day, and if I knew someone was spying on me, I wouldn't want to go there anymore. I wouldn't feel okay. According to Beckley Police, a complaint was filed last week when a woman claimed someone was watching her while she was in one of the private rooms. Okay, so someone was watching her. Someone was peeping. Someone's also peeping on this guy who okay. said, "Hey, I go there every day." Okay, and I'm being peeped on. So, as someone who lives next to a Whole Foods, I go there every day. So that's not a telltale sign. That's true. That's <laughs> you know, true. it could be Shocked a Walmart. And upset are what Gores are saying after learning that an employee may have been caught spying on people. I go every day, and if I knew someone was spying on me, I wouldn't want to go there anymore. All right, I wouldn't feel. Okay. According to Beckley Police, a complaint was filed last week when a woman claimed someone was watching her while she was in one of the private rooms. Now, private rooms. Beckley Police say an employee has admitted to these actions and revealed to police that he had a device that was capable of recording. Okay, so there we go. Now it gets interesting because the employee is the one who was peeping and had a, a recording device on the customers. Okay. After speaking to some goers, they tell me they're not that concerned or worried <laughs> because spying can happen anywhere. You know, that's the age we live in. I mean, this does make you think a little bit, this might be Walmart if none of the customers are concerned. No one cares. They're, they're like, like look, know. it happens. I'm just here to get some buns, hot dog buns. <laughs> Realistically, um, it can happen anywhere. Okay, so she's adding to the conversation. This can happen anywhere. Let's go down the streets. Yes, this, this can happen anywhere. Anywhere that, that's open to the public and and you have people that... that um, will do those sort of things, they will find a way to do that no matter where that's at. I feel like it happens a lot when nobody really knows about it. 
These are revolutionary Gosh, takes. This is terrifying. <laughs> I think it was that guy. He's like, look, it happens. This, Don't well, research this further. <laughs> all right. I have a deep web page. Don't look at it. All right. So that's clip one. Okay. Here's okay. clip number two. A repeat felon arrested after dropping a gun on the floor inside of a full of police officers. So a gun was dropped in some place, we don't know where, and that place happened to be full of police officers. Three NYPD transit officers were on Surf Avenue in Coney Island Sunday. They say a man walked in, adjusted his pants, and a loaded handgun (laughs) fell on the floor. The man was arrested quickly thereafter. (laughs) NYPD transit tweeted, quote, seriously, this actually happened. Gilma Avalos for CBS New York. Okay. Seriously, this actually happened? I'm so glad that they get these (laughs) these added sound bites right because it's really important to the story i'm so really? and I'm, i can't believe i can't believe this and also just the fact that this guy walked in then adju- adjusted his pants yeah <laughs> that's yeah. just such a weird he was detail like, oh no cops <laughs> i gotta just <clears throat> on the and this could definitely seems like something that you would read happening in a walmart yeah absolutely all right so that's your second clip. Okay. Here's clip number three. Texas police say a woman was banned from a local after she spent several hours driving an electric shopping cart around the parking lot while drinking wine from a Pringles can. <laughs> now this has Walmart written, written all, all over it. it. I mean, we got somebody wheeling around a parking lot drinking wine out of a Pringles Pring- can. Oh, this this, this is the this is my life goal come true. <laughs> Police were called about a suspicious person around 9 Friday morning in Wichita Falls, this according to the Times Record News. Responding officers say the woman had been driving the electric cart around the parking lot for about three hours. They eventually found her in a nearby restaurant and told her not to return to the store. She was not arrested and her name was not released. I'm Ken Molestina for CBS Local News. Good old Ken Molestina giving us all this breaking Walmart or or maybe not Walmart news. I mean, this lady is missing an opportunity. She could come out as this woman that did this and like you know get a she could go be she a viral, be viral sensation exactly if i knew this woman's name i would have her on the show no problem uh, no she problem would, we would have a wine drinking out of a pringles can contest yeah. i mean it would be fantastic not having ken molestation on the show though <laughs> i mean ken molestina oh. still i would rather have i would also oh. have on the show uh, all right i want to get your answer and then we're going to take a break and reveal whether you were correct or not what do you think one I, two or three which is the walmart story i assume that um those, those could happen. All of them could happen in a Walmart. Right. The third story about the Pringle woman drinking wine out of the can <laughs> is just too on the nose for Walmart. <laughs> That's like the whole Walmart brand. So I'm going to go with story number three. Okay, story number three. Yes. You're going with clip number three. That's, clip your, number that's, three. that's your choice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Two truths in a Walmart. We will reveal the answer. Was Clayton correct? Was it the woman drinking wine out of a Pringles can? Was she in a Walmart parking lot? We will find out. So stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson, Clayton Ferris, and we are. I know you've been waiting with bated breath for the answer to your two truths. Two truths and a Walmart. I'm dying to know. I need to know. So, we have been playing Two Truths and a Walmart. Clayton, I gave you three clips, all of which could have taken place in a Walmart. I gave you a story about a, a peeping, empl- uh, an employee peeping on the customers with a recorded device. 
They gave you a story about a man who adjusted his pants inside of an establishment and then a loaded gun fell out and he was promptly arrested. <laughs> and then a woman who was uh, trucking around a parking lot drinking wine out of a Pringles can. And then she wandered over to the next uh, store, the store next to that parking lot and then was told, hey, you cannot be here anymore, but I'm not going to arrest you and we're not going to release her name, which was a bummer because we wanted to have her on the show. <laughs> you answered that the Pringles wine lady was the Walmart story. So mm-hmm. let's go through these clips really quick. This is now we've we've replaced any references to the, the location. Oh. So here's the answer for clip number one. After learning that an employee at the Planet Fitness in Beckley may have been caught spying mm. on people while they were tanning. Ah, okay. So clip number one took place at a Planet Fitness. While they were tanning? <laughs> yes. Which, I mean, hey, Planet Fitness, I always thought was kind of like a... Yeah, but they have a tanning bed? But if they have a tanning room, that sounds awesome. I need to go to this place. <laughs> I must find this fitness planet. All right, story number two. Here's the answer. Three NYPD transit officers were at the Duncan Baskin Robbins shop on Surf Avenue in Coney Island <laughs> Sunday. The repeat felon is in custody, all because a transit cop had a craving for cake batter ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that took place at a Duncan Baskin Robbins in Coney Island. That means... That, Clayton, mm-hmm. this is the story you picked as the Walmart story. Responding officers say the woman had been driving the electric cart around the Walmart parking lot for about three hours. Yay! Yay! You did it! Congratulations! <laughs> I knew it. Look, I'm from land of Walmart, okay? <laughs> I'm from Texas. I know my people. If they're rolling around in a wheelchair, uh, an electric scooter wheelchair, Drinking wine out of can. That's just what we do. Yeah, so you can pick it out of a crowd. Yeah. I mean, you spotted it. Good job. That could have been a relative of mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would make me very happy. I, mean, I would love it if you were related to the wine can lady. Me too. But I, I'm just so curious. Is Because uh, this stuff happens at Walmart daily, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So is this part of their own marketing plan or something? <laughs> right. Like, do they pay do they, the newscasters yeah. to cover these stories? Is, Keep us in the news. Is, Any publicity is good publicity, right? right? It's something's going on with their publicity team. Yeah, and now that they're replacing the employees with robots, there's going to be more unsupervised weirdness happening within every Walmart. Right, because a uh, robot wouldn't care if this was happening. They'd no. just be like, "Yep, that's what humans do." Yeah, the <laughs> the robot will also be peeping on them with a recording device. Aye, Creepy ass robots. <laughs> All right, this has been two truths in a Walmart. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Doesn't really matter. Maybe we'll never do it again. You're listening to Drop the Subject. More is on the way. We're listening on your radio and radio.com. Stick around. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Okay, Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson. Clayton Ferris, our bi guy, is yeah. here with us. That's me. Bi as can be. <laughs> <laughs> That's my new tagline. That's me. That's me. Bye as can be. Bye, guy. Yes. We're going to move from bye references to lesbian references because I have exciting news (gasps) to anyone who is in Denver listening on 105.9 HD2 or if you think you will be in Denver, in the Denver area this holiday weekend, the queen of les... Melissa Etheridge will be performing in Denver. Yes. Okay. And we are promoting her show uh, on July 7th, Sunday, July 7th at Hudson Gardens. She brings, her show is called The Medicine Show. 
I don't know if anti-vaxxers will be a big fan of that, but the Medicine Show is the 2019... Uh, okay, wait. Melissa brings the Medicine Show to the 2019 Hudson Gardens Concert Series. This is presented by Belco Credit Union and Channel Q. That's us! So tic- uh, tickets are on sale right now at Altitude Tickets. And what better way to spend 4th of July, America's Independence Weekend, then, than in front of a lesbian icon like... Melissa Etheridge. Yeah. I mean, if I was in Denver, I would go. I would come to that window. I would come to that window in a heartbeat with an American flag in one hand and a gay pride flag in the other. Oh, that's a great point because we will be talking about that a little little later in the show. I'm convinced that the pride flag is one upping the American flag. If you look at all of the sponsored LGBT uh, pride themed uh, products that were coming out during Pride. There are way more of them than there are 4th, 4th of July, July themed pr- products. So <clears throat> we will go through that a little later in the show. But first, we must get to your portion of News It or Lose It. Oh, this is exciting. This is my first time doing this. <laughs> and you seem Drop a little the stressed. subject presents News It or Lose It. So Lose It or Lose It is this incredible game that we play here on Drop the Subject where usually you will bring up five news stories and I will choose what we want to news or lose. And I know you guys do this when Jared's here, but I'm doing it today and you're going to do the picking. How about okay, that? Okay, that sounds great. Okay, so I have personally found five stories that all interest me <laughs> and let me put my glasses on so I can read. <laughs> I have personally found five stories. Okay, here is our first News It or Lose It story does that have a, a zing a tag music in okay nope, great nope, you just gotta keep going toddler accidentally buys 430 dollar couch on amazon while playing with mom's phone yay i love this i love any stories of people accidentally buying really expensive things using amazon or alexa or anything thereof i will news it yeah, perfect okay so we're going to be newsing that uh, another story here Aaron Spelling Mansion sells for ungodly sum, even by Hollywood standards. That's the headline. I don't. Do you remember who Aaron Spelling yes. is? Tori Spelling's father, yep. big director, right? Big director, producer. He created Nine Hundred Two and O, many other shows, and he has this house in like Beverly Hills or Bel Air that is insane. Okay, and it's sold. All right, I guess, sure. I mean, you, you sold me on it. I oh, guess God. I want to know at least the number. Okay, but there's other really great stories coming up. So another <laughs> one is a, suspa- a, a suspicious package was mailed to the Boston Straight Pride Parade organizers. Oh, news it. News it. Okay, because yep. we want to know what that was full of. It was yes. a suspicious package. Um, and a kind of a darker story, story, a parent airplane stowaway falls from sky into London Garden. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so... <laughs> that's oh. that's horrible news, um, but it's an interesting story. Is it okay? Well, this is you're losing all of them. No, I'll I'll. I mean, all right, I'm gonna lose that one because it's sad. Okay, it's a sad. This one might be sad too. The headline is literally: <laughs> This boy was dying. Oh. Zebrafish helped save his life. Oh, news it, news it. Okay, so we have all these. We have four stories we have to get four to. Four stories to get to. Your eyes have widened. Yes. You have to know these stories. You have a couple of songs to get your ass together, Clayton. I know the stories. I know you do. Okay. You don't. I, no, I don't. I have news to them because I want to know more. All right. We're going to news all those stories when we get back, so don't go anywhere. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back.
Drop the Subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q. Allie Johnson, Clayton Ferris is sitting next to you on your show. I'm just a guest here. <laughs> That's true. We were joking off the air about how it was all of a sudden going to turn to the Clayton Show featuring Allie Johnson. Except I don't do what you do as well. See, like, I don't even know if that was English. <laughs> it was English words, but not proper grammar. When you get in the driver's seat... It's tough. It's, yeah, there's a, a deer in headlights moment that happens mentally and physically. Oh, yeah. That you have to, yeah, it's it's definitely not easy. But it's, I like being thrown into the wind. Like, that's kind of how I talk about acting. Like, acting should feel like parachuting. Like, you're jumping out of a, tra- a, a plane. Not I was a train. Like para- I was like, I don't think that's parachuting. <laughs> you jump out of a train. <laughs> I thought we lost that story. <laughs> into the garden, right? Is yeah. that what happened to the boy, stowaway boy? The stowaway boy actually was just working on a monster. Monologues. <laughs> when he jumps out of All right, Chekhov. Here the, we go. That's okay. horrible. <laughs> news it or lose it. Okay, here we go. News it or lose it. The first story. At... Drop the subject <laughs> presents. News it or lose it. You had a real like the waiter blaming the chef moment. Yeah. Like, excuse me. Excuse me, Justin. I don't know what I just was, happened. That was I was talking. Not my fault. <laughs> But I love that little ode to Kevin Klein <laughs> yeah. that comes in. Um, so a toddler accidentally buys a $430 couch on Amazon while playing with his mom's phone. So like all moms and dads in this world, whenever their kid starts acting up, they just hand over their phones to them. And normally, like I've seen my nephew be able to open an app. He's like three, open an app, pick his game and play it. But wow. a California mother is warning others to lock down their Amazon accounts after her two-year-old daughter purchased a couch through her shopping app with just one click. She's well, that's the that's the thing they shouldn't do. They shouldn't do the buy with one click. No, they shouldn't. They, it shouldn't all rest on one click. Right. It's too easy to click. And how many times have you like done it, the click, and then regretted it later? Right. All the time for me. If, sober or drunk. Exactly. But I'm amazed that this toddler was actually able to find an affordable couch. <laughs> I mean, $400 for a couch yeah, is that, not bad. That's not a bad deal. Well, apparently the mother had been looking at couches on the Amazon app on her, ser- her cell phone. After getting in a fight with her husband. But she didn't close the application properly. <laughs> when she handed her phone to her daughter, the mother, mother of two said that last week her do- yeah, she made this purchase. And then she goes on to say, I was just so shocked. Did I, I thought, did I buy a couch in my sleep? <laughs> <laughs> was that my Ambien or my toddler? Right. That's another great game, Ambien or toddler. Or was she just blaming it on the kid and like didn't want you know anyone to like judge her for her, her spending habits? Yeah, or maybe she's finding an apartment. She's moving out. She's leaving her husband. She yeah. doesn't want anyone to know about it. She's blaming her kid. Exactly. That's a better story. That's a subplot to Big Little Lies. <laughs> Um, Aaron Spelling. Do you remember who Aaron Spelling is? Yes, but what did he direct? He directed a bunch of stuff. He was like a producer of 90210. Oh, that's right. The Love Boat, a bunch of like very, very popular shows and was like became one of the richest producers in Hollywood. So his mansion is selling for an ungodly sum. Okay, can I guess? You can guess what this is. Let me just give you some ideas of what is in this home. Okay. okay? Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling's still there with her kids. 50 bucks. And... uh, (laughs) Tampon. It, this house Tori's was spelling in a over 56,000 square feet wide. Whoa. Wide? Is that square what you say? Square feet wide. 
<laughs> we can't even. That's when you know, like millennials, we cannot even imagine houses that big, so we don't even know. We don't the, know how to the, say like, it. Right? We're like square feet. It had okay. over a hundred rooms. It had a, a room just for flower cutting. <laughs> a room. It had a bowling alley, and it had a chamber devoted entirely to storing silver. What? What the hell? Who what is he- this, Beauty and the Beast? Exactly. Why do we have a room just for silver and a room just for cutting flowers? That's creepy as hell. But just so you can kind of understand what real estate prices are like in L.A., in 2011, this home sold for $85 million to racing heiress Petra Stunt, and it's increased significantly. How much do you think it went for, Ali? Okay, 85 mil in 2011? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with $120 million. Literally, that's on the nose how much it sold for. Really? Yes. Yeah. Did you read this article? No. Okay. I, I don't... Yeah. Aaron's spelling isn't clickable for me. It's not a clickable. <laughs> but I... Wow. I got it right. Yeah. So I, you I, get, I just you, won really estate. You actually win the house. <laughs> I can't wait to cut all these flowers that I have in my car. But isn't the problem, like, every time I think about saving up money to buy a house or making that leap, I'm like, but I just couldn't afford to buy all the furniture to furnish the house. So you got to get the toddler on it. You got to get the toddler (laughs) on it. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So this happened, and we've all heard of the the Boston Straight Pride Parade, right? Yeah. I actually want to go to this. It's still going down. I'm kind of curious, too, what what it is. I mean, I think that you can, if you're, you can be proud to be straight if you, if you want to be. I think so, too. I, th- I picture a lot of beige. I picture a lot of banjos. A lot of tevas and socks. <laughs> tevas and socks, which is kind of in the dyke march, too, sometimes. <laughs> but, yeah. I think there'd be a lot of crossover with the outfits. So, but there was kind of a freak out. I've been following it on Twitter and online because... They, the organizers received um, a package that seemed suspicious uh, and uh, it prompted a massive law enforcement response. But police said they appeared to be perfectly legal, whatever was in this box. Do you know what was sent to them? I do. You I'm do. not going to lie. Okay. So the Massachusetts State Police Bomb Squad. <laughs> it was $120 million. Was sent. <laughs> and the FBI responded. But when they opened it, all that was in there was glitter. Glitter, glitter bombs. And something that said happy pride. <laughs> But uh, but the interesting thing is it was, there was only a, beige glitter. It was just ba- it was clear g- glitter. But there was a Bible verse in there. It was it's Psalms eighty six fifteen that says, "But you, Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness." So I love that people are using religion now on the other end of things. Yeah, kind of saying like, "How can you?" You know, judge me when, like, if you're a religious person, your Bible doesn't. Yeah, you can't pick and choose your Bible verses, people, that, that caters to your argument. Yeah, so never, ever send anything harmful in the mail, but if it's glitter, send away. Yeah, totally. Glitter bombs, I think, are universally funny and exciting and kind of annoying. Yes. Uh, so it works in a lot of scenarios. Yeah. And I love that when gays troll, they troll gay. They, they troll just troll gay. as gay as you possibly can. <laughs> um, and then the last story that we were newsing, is about this young boy who was very sick. His legs and belly were swelling. <laughs> great way to go like out. Sponges. Continue. His lungs were filling with fluid. It is a good way because zebrafish, 
zebrafish, which are now becoming kind of like the the go-to creature for lab testing. Zebrafish, they don't have any feelings, unlike monkeys really? and animals. No, I'm sure they do. It's like, I'm sure they do. But they actually like gave some of the, the zebrafish basically like this disease that this kid was dealing with and then extracted some, I'm just making up what I read, or like this is extracted some from, something from the zebrafish put it into the kid and saved his life. Wow. So zebrafish are the new, you know, Z-Pack. <laughs> Apparently. Z-Pack Z-Fish. I really enjoyed that. That was a feel-good story. That Thank was you, a feel-good story. The kid was saved. Yeah, saved. Very exciting. I mean, you, those are usually the stories that I'm like, oh no, this is going to be, oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Uh, great. Thank you very much, Clayton. That was a very successful News It or Lose It. <laughs> we have much more to get to, so stick around. We're going to talk about whether the pride flag is one-upping the American flag. Some of the products I'm looking at uh, for these holidays are very not balanced. So we'll get into that next. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the Subject. We'll be right back. Drop the Subject. Drop the Subject on the new Channel Q with Allie Johnson and our bi guy, Clayton Ferris. It's been a pleasure having you here. Always a pleasure. Always. Always a pleasure. We've been talking off the air about uh, the upcoming election. Not, not in like a crazy serious way, but Ginger <laughs> Justin, you mentioned that on Facebook there is some sponsored ads about voting for Trump. And you can actually see which one of your friends like that page mm-hmm. because, you know, they'll be like, you and Emily blah, blah, blah are interested in the same event, you know, because they want you to be like all into your friends. So you have how many friends actually like the, the Donald Trump page? Like how much crossover? Was there a lot of shock there? Uh, it was about eight people on my friends list. <laughs> the sad part was uh, some of them were family Whoa! Yeah. Okay. That's what I would expect. That it'd be more family and yeah, less friends. Yeah, it'd be like, for me, it'd be all family members. I'm not really friends with a lot of family members on my Facebook. Aww, I guess maybe they sad. just, or maybe I tried to be friends with them and they ignored well, my friends. There's actually breaking news that's coming out that might be kind of upsetting for you, Allie. Okay. That I need to let you know that <gasps> Home Depot. Is it about that zebrafish? No. The home, <laughs> it died. The uh, co founder of Home Depot, who just happens to be a billionaire, of course, <gasps> endorses Trump. And no! that is calling. Some people are calling for a boycott of the retailer. And let me just say, that's going to be tough. This is devastating news for the lesbian community. I My thoughts and prayers are with all the people that planned on going there today. today and can't. And can't now. This is the, the bummers that you have to boycott things that you don't want to boycott. Like, how are lesbians supposed to stay away from Home Depot? That is our mecca. That is a place where we go. When I walk into a Home Depot, I feel a type of way. It's not I smell happen. that sawdust and those old flowers. Yeah. And I and then I ask for some help, and no one's around there to help me. No and one's I'm ever like, around. No, no one's around. Except it's, the lady in the paint section. That's always the <laughs> nicest. But I think that, like, I think the thing about Home Depot is I think gay guys like Home Depot. I think lesbians like Home Depot. Straight people, like, people... It brings people together. Everyone likes Home Depot. So this is going to be one that I'm definitely going to have to read into more. But here's the thing. Billionaires seem to really like Trump. 
<laughs> like I don't that even know. Theme. I don't even know what they're like. You know how conservative they are. Like when it comes to like their, uh, you know, politics and pe- like if they're gay friendly or not. It's like they just like money. They like money. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the part. They're in the Green Party in that way. Right. It's just the money party. Whatever's going to get me more money. Because if you have billions of dollars, the one thing that you still don't have is more billions of dollars. Right. How exciting. And Living I'm not happy until dream. I have multiple billions of dollars. Until I can buy Aaron Spelling's house. Right. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, there has been a lot of talk of the American flag. I, w- I had a conversation with Jarrett Hill about it yesterday, about how is, is the American flag just turning into a negative thing? Like, if you see somebody with an American flag outside their house celebrating Fourth of July, are you like, hmm, that person's probably conservative? Or are you like, whatever, it's Fourth of July? Um, I was looking through, because I know you recall... Throughout the month of Pride, there were a ton of companies that were jumping on the LGBT bandwagon. They had so many Pride-themed products. Uh, Just to name a few, Kind Bars launched a limited edition Pride bar. Michael Kors did a Pride t-shirt and donated all the proceeds to God's Love We Deliver. Uh, Microsoft had launched Pride themes for Bing. I don't think that was that newsworthy. I guess no one really realized that that one was there. Sperry Topsiders, they did a pride shoe. I love Sperry Topsiders. It's really? a white it's a white Sperry where all the lacing is a rain, like a rainbow lacing. It's really cool actually. You know, there is a lot of crossover with straight men and gay women cuz I think Sperry Topsiders is definitely it's something it's great... we would both use. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Bud Light of course, Absolute, uh Converse had Rainbow Converse. There was also a rainbow body wash out there. Uh, Disney had featured, uh, did, did like a whole spread featuring their LGBTQ staff in one of their publications for Out Magazine. Uh, oh no, that was Express, I'm sorry. And then Disney donated 10% of their proceeds from its rainbow collection to uh, GLSEN. MAC Cosmetics launched its Pride collection. I mean, this list goes on. It's crazy. Then... I see. So I was curious. I was like, okay, there have been so many pride themed. I mean, they got they got the gay flag all over the place. The rainbow flag is all over these products. Mm. Now it's Fourth of July. Where are where are the corporations now? Did they spend all their budget on the LGBT stuff, mm-hmm. or are they going to equally participate in the American flag stuff? The only thing that I could find was that Nike released an American flag shoe that has already been recalled. Yes. And I think the only other one I found was that Krispy Kreme did like some patriotic glaze, mm. <laughs> which is which is real easy. I mean, you can do that for anything pretty much. But Nike has pulled a new 4th of July shoe featuring Betsy Ross's flag for the 13 American colonies after Colin Kaepernick expressed concerns, sparked some outrage among other people, and then it prompted them to announce that they will not be releasing the Air Max One Quick Strike Fourth of July shoes as it featured an old version of the American flag in which people found offensive. Yeah. That's so LGBT flag is the new American flag? Not saying, I'm just saying. I'm not saying it's true, but I'm saying it's true. I'm saying it's true. The LGBT flag is getting a lot more representation than the American flag these days. I think it is the symbol of inclusivity and liberalism now. You can still go to an old navy. 
And every and they they're the ones that sell like the the Fourth of July gear. Oh, like actual like stars, the and stripes, stars and stripes. Yeah, shirts, but they're like fun boxers for five dollars. Things, yeah, exactly. Yeah, things you or can like flip flops. Things you can wear to a a uh, fireworks display. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Go to Old Navy. This was not sponsored by. This Old was Navy, not sponsored by Old Navy. Uh, we have more to get to, so stick around. You're listening to Drop the Subject on your radio and radio.com. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject. Drop the subject on the new channel Q, Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris. We have just as much fun off the air as we do on the air. It's true. It is true. I've got some paleo puffs in my teeth. Me too. <laughs> We're hungry. We're so hungry that I'm eating the <coughs> cardboard coconut oil puffs that you <laughs> that you brought in. Hey, look, um, I'm paleo. Yeah, these are act- they're actually not bad, I will say. They're delicious. They're not they're not the worst. Um by the way, in breaking hipster news, just want to let you know for any of you who are currently buying Trader Joe's Zoodles, those have been recalled. <laughs> Some packages of <laughs> of Zoodles, cauliflower, butternut squash, and vegetable bowls sold under the brands Green Giant, Trader Joe's, and Signature Farms have been recalled because of li, 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 listeria. <laughs> Boom. All right. Moving ho, on. Ho, ho, Green giant. <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, the green giant's just like crippled with listeria right now. Wait, I think the interesting thing about this story, he's like, ho, 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 <coughs> green giant. I'm trying. Someone wash me. No, but it's like uh, green giant and Trader Joe's. There's, there's more to this story to unpack. We don't have time, but like <laughs> Trader Joe's owns green giant. No, no, no. These are just several different brands. Oh. So Trader Joe's brand... Green Giant brand okay. and Signature Farms brand. Okay. So we have Trader Joe's Zucchini Spirals, Butternut Squash Spirals. <laughs> as long as you put anything in spiral form, it becomes... Noodles. Yeah, it becomes like new again. All of a sudden, everyone wants it. Uh, my, my wife is not falling for this anymore. I'm like, Zoodles? She's like, no, you're not fooling me. Uh, green Giant Zoodles, Green Giant Sweet Potato Cauliflower Crumbles, uh, and then, oh, the worst one, possibly, Green Giant Fresh Ramen Soup Bowl. I didn't know that the Green Giant made ramen <laughs> soup bowls. Interesting. Listeria! Listeria! So, don't get those, because you might get Listeria. Moving on to Today in Nightmare News. <gasps> I actually spook easy, so go be careful. Okay. I have been doing this uh, casually over the past few days, so I figured, hey, why don't we get a little creepy music underneath it and really dive deep into this day, this day's most nightmarish story. And today I'm here to bring to the table the rise of the super roach. Cockroaches are becoming stronger than ever. They are stepping up their defenses against the poisons that have been designed to kill them. This is a plot for a new thriller, I'm sure, that'll be on Netflix, starring Allison Williams. <laughs> a new study has Weird found choice. that... <laughs> Weird choice to lead a series, okay, but keep going. Okay, choice, okay, but she's probably going to be in the mix. A new study has found that German cockroaches specifically, mm. those Germans are resilient. They're the most common species of the insect in the world, and they are developing cross-resistance to numerous insecticides. Not only were the researchers in some cases unable to reduce cockroach numbers during a six-month study period, even when combining different insecticides, they found the insect's resistance to increased up to six-fold within one generation. You know, 
I think I, I told you this before we came on the show today. I said there's going to be a dinosaur age, a human age, and then a cockroach age. Yes, and I hope we're not approaching the cockroach age. <laughs> cockroach you would, age. You just want to make sure you're dead for that. Yeah. I think that... Because I have katsaradophobia, which is fear of cockroaches. Really? Mm-hmm. So... You see them, I mean, but if you see them on the street, what do you do? You freak out? I scream and run. Oh. <laughs> do what do you scream? do? Sit down and have a tea party with no, them? No, I just like, like it. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and they make killer tea. <laughs> I want that Roach Earl Grey. If you can't beat them, join them. I'm not going to be killed off by cockroaches. I want to join the ranks, okay? You're going to fight. We're going to fight these little demons. (laughs) Well, they're fighting back. This is what Kevin Klein always says. Animals are taking back the planet, and this is how they're planning to do it. They are going to get stronger than ever. They're going to create super roaches. They're going to band together, and they're going to eat us all alive. Great. This has been Nightmare News. We have a little more to give you. Uh, We're going to talk about how products made for one are ruining the environment. So if you're feeling down about the fact that you're single, we'll give you a reason to feel even worse. How exciting. Yay. (laughs) Drop the subject. You're listening to... That is what you're listening to. We will be right back on your radio and radio.com. Stick around. Drop the subject. We'll be right back. the subject. All right, drop the subject on the new channel Q with Allie Johnson and Clayton Ferris. Bye, Guy. Thank you very much for joining me. My pleasure. It has been Thank a you. lovely time. It has. We did a lot today. Can we... I just say something? I'm, I'm sorry. I always oh, interrupt ahead. you, but it's no, like it's okay. I just read the funniest meme because we were talking about Flat Earther Cruise yesterday. And if someone... You mean- Earlier in the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I say yesterday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Felt like a second show. <laughs> if the earth was flat, it, and the, it just says, if the earth was flat, cats would have pushed everything off it by now. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. Because cats do that. so true. It's true. Yeah. Anyways, you have I, important things to say. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> not, I mean, not really. Uh, but this is a good segue. If you're talking about cats, then I can tell you some stats about single people. Great. So, as more products are made for single people, they're saying that a waste conundrum has emerged. So, I think we've talked a little bit about millennials never moving out of their parents' house. Now, I guess the trend is that a lot of people are living alone. They're not having roommates anymore. In 2018, 28% of U.S. households were homes to just one person. That's more than double the proportion of single people, uh, single person residences in 1960s. So in the last 50 years, there's been a huge uptick in people that just, hey, I live alone, I have a cat, maybe four, and I'm living my life, living my best life. Right. Well, for several years now, businesses in the real estate, home improvement, and jewelry sectors have been marketing to this growing solo demo with consumer packaged goods, like Stouffer's for one. Mm-hmm. Or coffee, like, you know, here's how you make a single serving of coffee, blah, blah, blah. Apparently, this is becoming very bad for the environment. Uh, millennials exhibit a lack of wanting to commit to anything in general. <laughs> oh, that maybe was a they, read. Maybe they don't know whether they're going to go out to eat or end up cooking. They aren't tied down to what's on their calendars or in their cabinets and closets. Uh, the one problem is that packaging waste from individually wrapped products quickly mounts. And now brands are facing a challenge. How to bundle essentials in a way that's good for pocketbooks, the planet, and spontaneous schedules. That just feels like such an attack on me as a single person. I'm like, look. You're ruining the environment. I'm ruining the environment. And like, I don't want to eat a whole family. (laughs) 
you know, like I'm not going to order the family sized KFC thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like whatever it is. You don't want to eat a bucket of chicken. I don't want to eat a bucket of chicken. But it's hard because you can't be price effective if you're getting stuff for one person. Yeah. Like I I read that buying a personal pan pizza is way less cost effective than getting a large pizza or even a medium pizza. But you're not going to order a medium pizza because then you'll eat a medium pizza. Yeah. Okay. This month, actually, I was trying to do, I'm still doing it, but like cutting down on plastic. That's why I have this glass bottle. But I brought, I literally was like, okay, I'm going to do it this month. And then I go to order ramen and i was like oh i can't <laughs> like you have to you order have... seventy five thousand packets of ramen no you no like not ramen like that like to go ramen from like a restaurant oh god and it was like the only way you can take that stuff away is if it's in plastic you can't put it in a paper thing no you have to put every single ingredient in its own piece of styrofoam and plastic but and then where do you put the the ramen soup you put it in the a bottle <laughs> I'm just saying, we have to think about, like, I'm trying to figure out ways to be... To be environmentally conscious yeah, while being Yeah, and use single. less plastic, but it's like, it's it's hard, and I'm trying to figure out the way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I think we all are. And soup is a huge issue that needs to be discussed in this country. <laughs> I think if we all souped, sipped the soup through metal straws, that would keep everybody happy, right? Yes. Well, thank you for joining us. If you want to keep up with the show, you can follow us at DTS Show on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to leave a review, hey, that helps us out. If you go search for our podcast uh, just go look for drop the subject wherever you find your podcast or on radio.com give us a like maybe leave us a little review good or bad i don't care i'll read them on the air and for anyone in the denver area if you're listening on 105.9 hd2 or if you're just going to be in the denver area this holiday weekend you can catch melissa etheridge yes. come to her window sunday july 7th at the mm. hudson gardens tickets are on sale now at altitude tickets so just go to hudsongardens.org for more information there We will see you tomorrow for another live show. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye, guy. Drop the subject. I went the extra mile and hired a spiritual advisor to help me tell you about the next show. Isn't that right, Marianne Williamson? Girlfriend, you were so long. We'll reveal the nominees for Gayest News Headline of the Week. Aye, sir. I have a feeling you know what you're doing. Well, thank you. I'm a... I'm a ma'am, but that's, that's nice of you, Marianne. I will meet you on that field, and sir, love will win. Are you talking about softball? Because, girlfriend, you are so on. Let's go. Come on. Drop the subject. Weekdays, 12 to 2 Pacific, 3 to 5 Eastern on the new Channel Q.